0: Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? Now, today's episode is starting to look at another interview I did on my Peak Performance Productivity uh, Podcast, and this is the third one I did, which was with Robert Craven. Now, this is a fantastic episode, and I was really looking forward to doing this interview because the guy is just a genius at business. He gets to the bottom of any business issue very, very quickly, very successful in its own right, and has helped a lot of businesses become successful as well. So I was very keen to get to the bottom of understanding what he does for productivity himself and how he works with businesses. So it was a really enlightening interview. And it was one that I was looking forward to for some time. And as I reflect back, it's probably uh, a well, they've all been really good interviews, but it's probably one of the most pivotal ones of the the handful I've done so far. So we talked uh, essentially about business goal setting and planning and in the context of people running their own business, he says the business owner is both the problem and the solution in any uh, small business particularly. And making the distinction between working on a business and working in a business is something that many struggle to do, particularly in the early days when often it's just them starting off in their garage or working from their basement flat, which is where I am. Um, So we had a really good conversation about the accountability, the ownership and the responsibility of business owners to be aware of when they're working in their business and when they're working on their business. And it was a really good uh, eye-opener for me. It's uh, it's something I've heard before, but it's always worth uh, being reminded of it. A great quote that um, Robert lives by is that without strategy, execution is aimless. And without execution, strategy is useless, from Maurice Chang. It's a quote that he cites in his book, which is the Check-In Strategy Journal, which he co-wrote with Adam Harris, who was the first guest on on my podcast. And I think one of the things I've always... um, historically prided myself in or certainly admired maybe priding myself in is probably a little bit too strong uh, but the way of executing plans and getting things done and making things happen I've always admired people who can do it and I've always aspired to try and execute really well when I do execute and it was a really good reminder to see that quote that it's okay being able to get things done but if there's no real strategy Um, to that then it's just aimless activity and similarly um, the it's no good having plans and ideas if you don't actually make them happen so that resonated with me as well now one of the things that I was really keen to get to the bottom of was um, planning how Robert does his planning because he's known for meticulously planning stuff and then meticulously executing on them And he talked about having a a forward-looking view of about three years and knowing exactly where you want to be in three years' time. And from that, tracking back. So if you want to be somewhere in three years' time, where do you need to be in two years' time? And then where do you need to be in one year's time? And then work that back so eventually you get to the point where this is what I need to do right now. And then that keeps... Uh, When you knock that domino down, you knock the next domino down, and basically just keep knocking the dominoes down that you will have identified having tracked back from three years all the way back to where we are today. And it was really interesting to see how he recommends that you fix your goals, you don't let them shift with time. And I know that's something I am very guilty of, but you set something in stone, make it happen and then pick the next goal. Now, I think there's a lot of value in doing that, not least for creating the identity that when you set yourself out to do something, you're going to do it. Now, there is this balance about being too rigid and not be, not being able to, or not having the flexibility to react to changing circumstances. And so there is a balance there. Um, but I know from my own experience, I sometimes will, will go with the wind, so I try something, then something else comes along. But I know when I've actually set something in stone, rigid and gone for it, it's extremely satisfying, extremely, extremely rewarding. And actually, it puts you in a state where you want to do the next thing. And it's a real good state to be in. Um, another thing that came out of this was this concept of making sure that you schedule the activities that you need to do. It's so good just having a to-do list and trying to knock things off the to-do list. It's That is prone to other things coming in. Just being, It's very easy to add things to a to-do list. But we've only got 24 hours in a day. You can only do so much in the day. And so when you identify what you need to get done and then plan that in your schedule so there's a fixed time for that activity, then it is more likely to get done. And... It means that when stuff comes in, you're much better able to either fend it off or reprioritize accordingly. Um, He talks about regularly planning. Every year he does his own planning. He's got a three-by-three grid where um, for each of his goals, his personal life, career, and business, he has one-year, two-year, and three-year goals. Um, And a key factor of his goal-setting process is visualisation actually projecting yourself forward to three years and thinking about what would I do on my normal day in three years' time. And then contrasting and comparing that to what the day looks like today. And that mental contrasting creates a, uh, I think the term I've heard, before is the necessity to act. And it's a real powerful process and it's one that very successful people do regularly. It highlights the gap and the closure of that gap creates the motivation and the incentive to actually go and do something about it. Um, Robert's a very thoughtful man, uh, very, very deep thinker on these things. So, one of the things he also recommends is this reflection. And on a annual, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily basis, reflect and ask, well, what have I done? What could I do to make things better? There's a whole other host of other questions he asks as well. But essentially, it's that. He also gets into the thing about enjoyment. And I know Robert's very big on making sure that he does things. First of all, he talks about $1,000 hour tasks, so he doesn't get sucked into trivia, and also stuff that he enjoys, because it's all about quality of life. And so asking those questions, um, what did I enjoy about today? What did I enjoy about the things that I did today? And it's a powerful question to ask, and I know, I've never thought about asking that. I always, I always know when I've had a good day and I've enjoyed it, but I never really start focusing on creating my days such that I enjoy them. Um. Another big thing that guides, Robert, is values. And I think this is something that we touched on lightly in the interview, but I think it's really, really important. And this is about having a clear set of values. And I know one of the things that confused me in the past was their importance until someone sat me down and explained exactly what values were about. And what values does, it basically creates the framework which you can make better quality decisions. If you're very, very clear that fun is a key part of your work values, and then you find yourself working with someone who isn't fun, what do you do? Well, you let them go. You let them go. And I remember someone gave me that example many, many years ago, and I then used that myself. I was working with someone, and it had stopped being fun for a variety of reasons, and so I let them go. They weren't happy about it, I must admit. But that's another story. So being able to decide things, knowing your values, is really, really important. Um, It makes decision-making very, very easy because you can predefine. okay, this is what's important to me, this is what I value. When it comes to a decision, you have a guiding light by which to make a good quality decision. And finally, uh, Robert ended his interview with uh, his one tip, which actually ended up being two. The first one was to meditate. And it's a practice I highly recommend. I know that when I meditate regularly, it really serves me well. When I have periods where I get out of the habit, I really notice the difference. And his last one was removal of all social media from your smartphone. And I'm with him on that one because um, I'm not a big fan. So I'm not a. Uh, I am a fan of social media because I think there's value in it. I don't use it myself very much. Um, because of the dangers of being sucked into a feed that just puts up a whole lot of stuff from other people that could just be quite destructive or just confirm what you already know, not adding any more value. So um, it was a uh, a great interview, uh, a great end to the interview. It was a really powerful, um, powerful reminder. So overall, this was a really good interview, and I was really keen on this to get clear on getting clear on goals and then planning. Because it's one of the, one of the, my weaknesses. I, 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 I don't plan and execute as well as I would like. And I think part of that is lack of clarity. Part of that is, um, I think in the past, I've talked about this, uh, having a fixed mindset, not getting clear enough, not having a good goal-setting process, um, maybe not believing I can achieve them. And I really wanted to reinvigorate uh, my goal-setting muscles and my planning muscles, and Robert's interviews give me some things to think about. Now, as you will have known, if you' listened to this over the last few weeks, I've been taking the key ideas that I have learned from the uh, each episode and then spend some time applying them. And so this is going to be about goals. This next week's about goals. So I'm just looking at the summary of the notes I've got from Robert. I'm trying to think, okay well, what should I pick? On uh, out of this, and I think I'm probably going to. I'm probably going to pick a short three month goal uh, because I have ideas. Uh, I have plans where I want to go in the uh, next three years. Uh, although, actually, I'm, I'm saying this thing. Actually, no, I don't really have a firm idea. I think what's happened over this last twelve months uh, has basically reset those or I say reset as basically wipe those clean from the slate because of the big change that has happened uh, in my life and I'm sure in your life as well so maybe I've got to go back and just reset those three-year goals and think back on and think okay where do I want to be because uh, I have a feeling I might I've been in this sort of short-term reactive survival mode for the last nine or ten months and it's probably time I got out of that and get out of the survival mode and start getting into a a thriving mode and looking at what I can do to generate that mindset, that belief, that energy, that flow, that direction that is focused on me thriving rather than just surviving. Because I think with survival, I'm in the survival emotions, which is fear, which is overwhelm, which is stress, and that isn't a good place to be. So if I can switch my focus to um, a more positive future, it will get me into a more energized state that will probably put me in a better positive state to apply myself to the effort that I need to apply. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to spend some time going through over the next week or so, getting clear on where I want to be in the next three years and then planning back and working out how I'm going to be, how I'm going to get there. So that's what's going to happen. Now, it's uh, this week is my birthday week. So it's a good time to maybe sit and reflect uh, as I add another digit onto my age and see where I want to be in three years' time. So yeah, maybe that's a good time to do it. So that's today's episode. Until tomorrow.